Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. Oh, hey. Sorry I didn't see you there. This is an audio medium. If you grew up on Disney Channel shows and DCOMs, my time machine is ready for you to take a journey back to those golden days. Quick! Before the time reaches 8-7 Central! <laughs> Time travelers, welcome back to the Time Machine podcast with me, Becca Stogner. And me, Hunter Martin. Becca, how is moving going? Becca's moving uh, apartments, by the way. I'm moving apartments. Uh, a lot of my stuff is packed. The walls in my room are pretty naked, <gasps> which is kind of weird. I have most of my decorations taken down. Um, my boyfriend got me flowers yesterday and I have them in a third like, no. because I've packed all the glassware. Right. You're like, no, <laughs> I need things to get out of this apartment, not things right. to come in. I was, wa- we were like, we met up with some of our friends and I walked past his car and I saw some flowers in the front seat and I was like, no. <gasps> he said, no, 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 not the clutter. Anything but the clutter. I don't need more things. <laughs> I need less things. <laughs> So they're literally just sitting on my dresser in like a water bottle thermos with the cap off because I don't have, I've I've packed everything else. Right. It is a very odd place that you're in when you're right before you move because they're, the things you really need are already packed and you just have to, I know for me, one of the last times I moved, it was a couple day process, you know, because I'm not the type of person to just let's just pack it up all in one night and yeah. you know and you have you still have your life to do so you just casually and it's just the you need like a time lapse of the days because boxes just keep going everywhere and it's just like an odd you're just surrounded by boxes I'm very much the type like I don't move till seven days from now but I already have so many things like packed oh wow so I'm you have like, a lot of you have a lot of stuff. I am very... I do, yeah. I've moved a couple times, and I just keep it very uh, minimalistic. Yeah, I don't do that. <laughs> Hint, hence the flowers. <laughs> but, like, every time I've moved so far, the day I'm so determined to get, like, as much done as possible the day that I actually move that I will work, into, like, into the night, like, 2, 3 a.m. until I, like, finally just conk out. Into the night. So that's what I'm assuming will happen again. Yeah. Hey, it once it gets done, it gets done. And then the next part is unpacking everything. That's the fun part. That's the fun part, I guess. I actually don't I don't mind even like packing or unpacking. I just mind the like actual moving the stuff. Like that sucks. Yeah. Yeah, I've done that many a times. 
Um, well, before we get into our Disney 411 of the episode, we just want to thank everyone who enjoyed our uh, dancing video in celebration yes, of you all. Yes, it was a all. process to get that up. It was a process. Instagram so, blocked our video in every country but the <laughs> Netherlands. Right. So the Netherlands... <laughs> So if anyone's listening from the Netherlands, you saw before everyone else. But once they it, gave us like when I got that notification, I thought it was only blocked like in the Netherlands. Yeah, and it was so like did I. it's and then it was like, no, no, no. This is the only country it's not blocked in. Right. And which is so interesting. Yeah, like, it's just them Disney copyrights. Yeah, but not in the Netherlands? I guess not. You would think they Disney, Disney would they probably don't have Disney Channel anymore. Mm. But the video we put in celebration of you all because we did get to 100 followers on Instagram yes. uh, recently and we we kept our promise. We said we will do a dance from Disney Channel and it was really fun to do. We did it a couple times because me and Becca were in the same place. So we said this is the perfect opportunity. And then because we did All for One from High School Musical 2, I said we have to jump at the pool. Mm-hmm. So Becca luckily we had in the pool. Becca luckily had a pool in her apartment complex, but there were three people just sitting at the pool, and it was kind of weird watching us jump in fully clothed, <laughs> fully clothed, and there's a camera kind of set up, so we had to do that part quickly. But it turned out really, really well, and it looks great. It was really fun to do, and. It was all in honor of everyone listening. So And keep your eyes peeled. Uh, not this week, but next week in lieu of an episode drop since I will be moving. We have mm. more video yeah. content coming your way. Yeah. I think from now on, if we are going to miss a week, I think we'll try just to co- put out something that's fun and, you know, just to keep to keep you all fed, to keep, to keep the tummies full, you know. But yeah, just thanks again for all that. And thanks again for continuing to listen. It's been a, been a fun ride so far. But enough of our 411. Let's go into some Disney 411, shall we? Let's get into it. Disney 411. Oh boy. Uh, should I just start off with the, the story? Uh, yeah. Please. Okay, this is kind of a more of a. Oh yeah. Yeah, this is kind of not what we usually report on, just because it's kind of very, very serious. But so, if you don't want to hear about this, because it's kind of maybe a trigger warning, I don't know. Just to bypass a couple minutes. (sighs) So Kyle Massey uh, from Corey in the House, and that's a Raven, was charged with felony over sending explicit photos to minors. Ugh. So, Not Kyle Wolf Wolf Massey. Yeah, uh, TMZ first reported the news. The case involves explicit photos, videos, and texts the actor allegedly sent to a teenage girl, a longtime acquaintance of his. Ooh. And they met... Well, she and her family actually sued Kyle Massey in 2019 when the girl was 13. She was 13 in 2019? Uh-huh. He, he denied the charges at the time, but the new charges appear to be related to the, that lawsuit. And so, yeah, that's kind of what's happening with Kyle Massey right now. And Corey is about to go maybe in the big house 
I was gonna say that. <laughs> uh, oh, we no. hate to, we hate to report that. We hate hate, and especially when I'm just like thinking about just reporting on that news and our Disney four on one intro music <laughs> coming in. Yeah, like well, someone's going to jail. But oh, Kyle! Round up the prison dogs. It's Kyle Woof Woof Massey, <laughs> tail between his legs, on his way no, to prison. No, and we literally just saw a picture <laughs> of it was him FaceTiming with Raven and Rondell Victor from That's a Raven, and they I know, kind of it looked like they were like maybe planning something. Yeah, I, I'm assuming they would go on Raven Simone's uh, YouTube channel. Oh yeah, but it's you know what? It's okay because. We, we don't need Kyle there. We can have Rondell. Yeah, I mean, I guess there's not so much to say about that. <laughs> so. Next thing. Oh, next thing, next thing, next thing. Okay. Um, the Demi Lovato show. The Demi Lovato show gets Roku premiere date. The short form talk show was set for Quibi. But... Wait, wait, wait. So she's got her Peacock UFO show. This didn't she also have a pilot in the works? That got so yeah, Demi Lovato has a lot of stuff in the pipeline. Phew, so let me she's headed for another breakdown. <laughs> Let's. They're headed. Let... I'm sorry. They're headed. For I know. We we. Yes, for those of you who aren't uh, up to date, Demi Lovato had pronouns are now they them. So we may slip up from time to time. Not not oh, intentionally. Yeah. We've all so. we've all seen that video of Lizzo in the street. Right. So. We, We'll correct ourselves if we do yes. um, slip up. But anyway, so Demi Lovato has a lot of stuff in the pipeline, and this is just the, one of the latest announcements. It's I feel like this is... They have had more things in the pipeline this time since when they were like, on Disney Channel. Yeah, like 08. So anyway, so they have the Demi Lovato show, which is set to premiere on the Roku channel. It was set for Quibi, but Quibi has obviously. Quibi has kicked the bucket. Kicked the bucket. It was as live as probably for 0.5 seconds. But all of their stuff that was set for that channel or is on the channel is now being sold to the Roku app in the channel. So that's where Demi Lovato's short form talk show is going to be set. And the talker will feature a special guest and will cover topics including activism, feminism, gender identity, sex, and body positivity, mental health, and even UFOs. Oh my god, this UFO like tangent is so funny. Right, so along with Demi Lovato having the Demi Lovato show, Demi's also going to have a show on the Peacock Network um, about searching for UFOs. And Demi Lovato is set to star on a pilot for NBC, a comedy pilot. So did that did that get picked up or are we still waiting to hear on that? I think it got they're filming a pilot. So I don't think it there's been a decision yet. I don't okay. think that's even been filmed. But we will keep you updated if Demi Lovato ha- has yet another thing on their resume and like Becca said it is kind of Okay, Demi. It's it's slightly worrisome. It it is because because wasn't the whole documentary just like oh I was pushing myself and had to do drugs because I was pushing myself. Yeah, it's like uh. Now it feels like 
pushing and then some. Also, did you see this thing about rumors that Demi Lovato is dating Noah Cyrus? And I said, that seems a little incestual to me. That seems a little eewee. Noah Cyrus is still like under 21, isn't she? No, Noah Cyrus is probably, I think, 22. Oh, well, still. But the way, why I say incestual is just because it's very still in the circle of no i know i get what Miley, you mean i get what you Jonas, mean selena i get what you mean you get what you mean so yeah will you be watching the demi lovato show i don't think so demi says there's no topics that are going to be off limits and all opinions are welcome so does that change your mind no <laughs> i'm not a big talk show person really anyway mm-hmm so, like, the idea of me sitting down and watching a talk show is very much not something I would do. Well, you'll miss out. <laughs> I guess. I mean, you if there's will. an interesting enough clip on it, it'll be on YouTube. True. True. All right. Uh, next kind of mini stories, I'd say. I'm just going to, because since we kind of had to take a break for a bit, there's been a lot of stories in the news. So I'm just going to. Go through them, and you're just going to give me your opinion straight off the bat. Ready? Okay. Vanessa Hudgens, starring a skincare line. Huh? <laughs> Vanessa <laughs> Hudgens, starring in My Little Pony. What? <laughs> <laughs> I need I need more than, than automatopias. <laughs> Bam! Um, Scratch! I would rather her start a skincare line than star in My Little Pony. <laughs> All right. Miley Cyrus asking people on Twitter to make her set list for her upcoming shows. Hell yes, I contributed. Yes, what were your uh, what were your suggestions? I said, see you again, start all over, and um, do my thing. Ooh. So, for a reminder, uh, Becca and I are going to see Miley Cyrus at Music Midtown. She's performing. And if she performs Do My Thing, it's over. I'll go bananas like a orangutan. Hang. Ah. All right. And <laughs> I think those are just the the uh the bulk of some of the stories. Some of them I was like, eh. Yeah. But, so there you have it. That's that those are my stories and I'm sticking to it. Alrighty. So now let's get into the all uh, the great so sausages. We have been talking for a while about maybe doing like an album review mm-hmm. of a Disney Channel star or like a Disney Mania or something. But our first album review, we are talking about the one that let the rain fall down. Ah, <laughs> nice. <laughs> it is Metamorphosis by Hilary Doof. <laughs> Hilary Doof. Hilary Doof. Yeah, and I'm sure this won't be the last and only entry of reviewing albums like Becca said I think we really do want to do Disney Mania and I'm sure we'll do Jonas Brothers and Miley and all those fun people but when we discussed it we said I think we just have to start it off with the woman who started it all yes Miss we also Duck. watched this little like eight minute like behind the scenes like making of the album video on youtube <laughs> so we'll be referencing yeah. that here and there as well there's very truly... much more 
more of the essence of Hillary <laughs> singing. There's say truly, words. there's truly nothing like young Hillary Duff talking off the cuff. I there's know because you can, you can like tell it. they did not tell her what to say at any no, point. No, which makes it so much better. The best part of it, what really underscored my entire listen of this album, was her going. You know, even though I didn't write any of the songs, I'm really glad that I got to kind of talk with the writers and um, like just perform what was really, um, you know, how she, she really is talking like she has to meet the word count on an essay. <laughs> well, I know. And she did say she didn't really write a lot of the songs, but she, said she didn't write any of them. But she said she would give ideas and stuff. And according to here, she was credited with a writing credit for one of the songs. Okay. I, I mean, she said that she like had to work with them to make the songs like relate to her, I guess. Well, we'll get into that because I wrote some history and all that. So yeah. I think the good a good game plan would be let's just talk about the album and then we can kind of go song by song. Yeah. Right? So she Sounds says like she says that the album was called Metamorphosis because it was like a transformation for her. Mm-hmm. That's how she started the video. She started off so strong being like, yeah, this is what the album means. This is what it means to me. And then we cut into her being like, literally at one point she's talking about one of the songs and she was like, it's just, it's just, I don't, um, I don't really know like how to say. <laughs> she's like a lot of, it's a lot of, it's really, really good. It's really, really fun. Yeah. And I had beat. so much, it's really, um, it's just, it's. Uh, 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 she has uh, 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 a little shrug. So, right. So before this metamorphosis album hillary duff did release some songs she was on a couple of the disney manias before this she was on the lizzie mcguire album and she actually had a christmas album before this in 2002 called santa that claus was lane before this? Mm-hmm. Oh. in 2002 so technically this is her debut album this is considered her first album but she did have santa claus lane in 2002 which is a christmas cd and she was featured on the Liz McGuire soundtrack and stuff like this. But this is, as you say, her album proper. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> so it was released in August 26th, 2003. Phew. And it was released under Hollywood Records. Mm-hmm. And Hollywood Records at the time was, it was a 10 year old, uh, record label and it really just wasn't doing like a lot like they were just their biggest success before this album was the tarzan soundtrack stop so (laughs) so that's why this album was very it was a big deal yeah it was a very big deal so the first week it sold 203 thousand copies becoming the highest opening week sales for a debut album by a female artist in 2003 wow and it became the eighth best-selling album of 2003 selling 2.6 million copies in a period of five months and by Dang. late right and by late 2005 the album had sold uh five million copies worldwide and it became Yay. and it became three times platinum whoa i did okay that's crazy so yeah so it was a big big she said i'm gonna let the rain fall down and by rain i mean cash (laughs) by cash monies (laughs) 
So yeah, and it kind of set the stage for it. A lot of reviews said this album really gave Hollywood Records a needed shot in the arm because the CD sales were declining for that a record label. And like I said, the biggest one before this was the Tarzan soundtrack. <laughs> and this kind of really opened the doors for Disney stars being signed to this album, uh, record yes. label and setting the stage for Raven, Miley, Demi, Jesse McCartney. Yeah, all these people were signed to Hollywood Records. Miley yeah. Cyrus, Demi Lovato, Jonas Brothers, Raven, Ali and AJ, Vanessa Hudgens, Ashley Tisdale, the Cheetah Girls, like all these people. So if it wasn't for this album and Hilary Duff and this album doing what it did, we wouldn't have all those people and wow. all these and all these people in in the present. I this may be a hot take, but if there was no Hillary Duff, there would be no Olivia Rodrigo. That's probably true. I'm I'm saying that right now. It's because at the time, no really TV artist, especially a Disney star, was was like, oh, you're gonna do music. Now, by the time Miley Cyrus rolled around, it was, oh, well, you have a Disney show? Let's put out an album. Yeah. She did also mention in the behind the scenes video that um, this guitar group, The Matrix, worked with her on a couple of these songs. <laughs> yeah. And they they also did um, Avril Lavigne's debut yes. album like the year before this. So that's really cool. Yeah. A lot of a couple a couple of these songs. She's not as hard as Avril, obviously, but like no. a couple of these songs, you can hear like that influence sort of. But yeah, so this kind of set the stage for. Disney star having a TV show and having an album if they want. So yeah, without this album and without Hilary Duff putting out Come Clean and So Yesterday, we would not have Miley Cyrus, Selena Gomez, Demi Lovato. I'm going to put Jones Brothers in there too. Oh yeah. And and I'm going to put Olivia Rodrigo because now she's the next generation. The way and I slapped this album on my vinyl wish list immediately after its completion really? yesterday. Yes. I, my older sister, Caitlin, who, used to, who uh, was a guest on the podcast, loved this album as a kid. So going back and re-listening to it, I kind of had sense memory because of yeah. how much she would listen to this album. And I think this is a, a theme with this podcast is when we revisit stuff as kids, what we watch as kids and revisit now, you kind of take it in differently. Mm -hmm. This album is so sexual. Really? I was like, Hillary. Well, she, she didn't write it. Well, I know. And I think that's why it's very, I don't know, compared to what Miley Cyrus was putting out around this time when she was a yeah. age. There's a lot of like, kiss me now when the rain is falling. <laughs> and then cut to Miley is like, let's have a party. Yeah. Let's I'm just like, whoa. Well, Hillary had such like a squeaky good girl image anyway that I don't know that that would have been like seen, like perceived that way. No, I mean. At least I didn't think of when that. When I say sexual, it was the most she's talking about is kissing. Right. Okay. But yes. it's a lot of talking about kissing like 
look at me, walk over here and kiss me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like for six, seven, like if you're a little girl, like Lizzie McGuire age getting this album, that may be a little risque for you. Right. I mean, it's risque for me now. It would have been risque <laughs> for me at this I'm age. I'm like, I mean, I was like, I was listening, I was listening it to the car last night. I said, <laughs> I said not me clutching my pearls. <laughs> Some of the songs were like very much like, they fit her voice very well. And then a couple of them, I was like, an adult wrote this for her. Yeah. So a lot of... Some of them are like... Well, one of the uh, main writers of this album was Cara Diaguardi, who is a songwriter. And she was the fourth American Idol judge back in the day. When oh. they added a fourth judge, she was that woman. And so... And a lot of... When I was reading up on this album, a lot of the songwriters who came on board and presented their demo tapes to Hillary and and if Hillary wanted to sing the song they would have to kind of rework it to make it more appropriate for a 15 16 year old yeah which I think you can tell mm -hmm. and and when we get to the song I'm going to give you a lyric what the original lyric was and what it turned into oh okay and that, will, and that, and that can kind of give you like set the stage on how they made these songs so probably we... for probably for 20 year olds probably well what what was the the producer hillary was like yeah he she he worked with uh destiny's child bootylicious madonna and now he's working with me i said <laughs> that tracks <laughs> i said i said honestly three influential artists right there destiny's child Ooh. beyonce madonna madonna and hillary, and hillary dove. dove yeah do you think the guy was like, hmm, Beyonce didn't do this? <laughs> Honestly, he should be proud he worked with Hillary Duff. Yes. I would be. Wouldn't you? Yes. <laughs> All right. So shall we get started? Well, we already are started, but now we're going to go. The, with the songs? Yeah, we're going to go song by song since yes. I gave out a little history and I'll sprinkle some history as we as it pertains yes, yes. to the songs. Don't want to do it all at once. No, we got to keep So keep... we open with an iconic slap. Yeah. So yesterday. So yesterday. So yesterday. You know this what? This song is one of those songs that like takes me to church. Yeah. Still to this day, takes me to church. I, did you, do you remember the music video? Okay, no. So a lot of my experience with this album, <laughs> I have only had in like college age and older. Because like I said age. before, like I wasn't really allowed to listen to Hillary Duff that much or like watch Lizzie McGuire when I was growing up. I didn't see the Lizzie McGuire movie until I got to college. Like, oh, wow. College. Okay. So the, the Bobs, like, so yesterday come clean and why not? I've heard here and there. Yeah over the years but most like most of my experience listening to them has been as an adult person so no i have not seen the music video. yeah well, well that makes sense because so yesterday come clean and why not are probably her biggest songs and they yeah. were singles so that's why they were probably in the forefront but that being said so the music video is her singing with her band but then cutting to her she breaks up with a guy or someone breaks up with her and he, she like stole his shirt, or he yeah, stole the shirt. I think she is the dumpy in this song. Yeah. Oh yeah, that would make sense. With the haven't you heard that I'm gonna be okay? Yeah. And so the music video is she keeps taking the shirt, 
to different people and having them put it on and takes pictures. And at the end, she delivers a package with all these pictures of random people in his shirt. And it just says, you're so yesterday. <laughs> this so song is basically about taking a breakup as well as you can take a breakup. <laughs> you know what? If you're over me, I'm already over you. Mm-hmm. If it's all been done, what is left to do? I think the most deep lyric in this song is if the light is off then it isn't on (laughs) (laughs) that's very and you know that's what thomas edison said as well (laughs) she's like hillary's like you know i think it was thomas edison who said um (laughs) if the light is off it isn't on and i really believe that (laughs) i believe it too because my lights are not on at the moment and they're not on they're off you might say but i mean she's just like a bird and she's already flown away so we're already getting into the imagery of her gonna fly off to herself yes a little butter a lot of a lot of bird and butterfly butterfly imagery throughout this album because it's a metamorphosis and i can't wait to talk about that song um but yeah, it's a good, it's very of the pop rock. She was very going for pop rock in this album. But it's very her. like gentle pop rock. Oh yeah, it's very like... It's more pop than rock. Yeah. But there are some of the songs that have like a crazy guitar riff that I was like, oh, whoa! This is very like a slow jam, I'd say. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, this is fun. Yeah. Yeah, but, that's why I put I put my hands up and sway. Yeah, it, oh, it's a very good sway song. But the next song is an ass shaker. Oh. <laughs> yeah, okay, so <laughs> any more thoughts on So Yesterday before we go to the ass shaker? <laughs> I don't think so. I just, oh, it was produced by The Matrix. Team. Okay, yeah. I just want to, closing thoughts on this one. Haven't you heard that I'm going to be okay? before this song is so yesterday and we talk about the next one yeah which is come clean (laughs) oh (laughs) arguably hillary duff's biggest hit yeah just the opening uh, you know you're about to hit oh let's go go back Back to the beginning. The the last chorus of this hits me like a punch in the nads, but in like the best way. Oh, when she goes, what? Oh shoot! What does she say? Wanna feel your thunder? I wanna scream that part. Let uh, the, yeah, yeah. Oh, Is this not the one you found an acoustic performance of? <laughs> yeah, this that's like also, on an island, also, and it literally apologize. looks like it's also, straight we- from an episode of Lost. Also, we apologize for anyone who's listening and we keep singing in your ear. Sorry. And they ha- it's going to happen at least a, at least a couple times. This is this is an album review. We got to sing about it. So, yeah. So, Hillary Duff did a special called Hillary Duff Sweet 16. And it was in, it was shot in Hawaii. And it was to promote this album and whatever. Oh, okay. And there's a performance online of it. And it's her. It's an acoustic version of Come Clean. But they're all in front of a waterfall and it was just like a fair it's just a very uh funny setup it literally like it looks like it's ripped straight from an episode of lost <laughs> i like with the ba- setting and the people i think i take the back guys like me deserted on an island singing for the helicopters to find me <laughs> <laughs> it's just her by herself 
<laughs> Rainfall. So this is the first album, the first song on the album written by Cara Diaguardi. And this is what I was talking about, how a lot of the songs that were given to Hilary Duff kind of had to be reworked so a 15-year-old could sing it. Mm-hmm. So here's a prime example of that. So the original lyric, or not the original lyric, the lyric we all know and love is, let the rain fall down and wake my dreams, mm-hmm. right? This is the original lyric. Let the rain fall down and wet my dreams. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So we so we cannot have Liz McGuire singing that. This is the best song on the album. Come Clean? Yeah. Okay. You don't think so? No. Oh, I'd love to hear what your your favorite song is when we get to it. You will. All right. Uh, well, the music video is her just sitting in her house by herself and the power goes out and all her bandmates come over and she puts candles <laughs> everywhere and it's raining outside and the music video starts where she's just looking outside um, through the window <laughs> and to rain. I mean, this is the every time, it never fails, every time someone is caught in a rainstorm that I've been around, they start singing Let the Rain Fall Down. Yes, it's either this or um, Unwritten. Yeah, these are the go-to caught in a rainstorm songs. Yeah. So if if you're ever caught outside and it starts raining and you don't sing, let the rain fall down, you deserve to get demolished when, by the pellets of rain. When I was helping my uh, boyfriend move at the end of May, it started raining and he started playing this song from his phone right. in his pocket. And I passed him on the stairs and was like, you are not. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's, it's written in the rules of human society. It is. You just, you have to. Right. You have to. The parts where she whispers. Mm? Is it doing something for you? No. no. What? (laughs) No, you weirdo. It's just funny. So this is Hilary Duff's biggest, uh, biggest successful song of her career. Yeah. That may not be true. But of this album, it is. It, it probably is. It is. But I think later on, she had like a couple more hits. But this is probably the one that everyone, when you think of Hillary Duff, you think of this song. This, yeah. Um, I, it's great. It's great. It's, it's a great pop song. But it got, actually got nominated for a few awards. Really? Nominated for Best Pop Video at the 2004 MTV Video Music Awards. And... Yeah, it it peaked at number 35 on the Billboard charts. So there that's come clean. The and it, I mean the single went gold. So that's good. But it's just funny how like I was reading this and it debuted at 35 or it peaked at 35. That's not a high entry. No, like Olivia Rodrigo out here with one after one after one. Right, but it's just so funny how the way these songs were promoted to us through Radio Disney, through putting these songs in between shows on Disney Channel. Because they, yeah. they, they, they did this heavily with this album. It has been in our social consciousness that 20 years down the line, who knows if an, like a number one song, 10 years, a number one song released during Come Clean 
I can guarantee you doesn't have the same impact as this song did. Honestly, probably not. Just, and it was, this is one out of two songs that MTV used for a theme song for their shows. Ooh. Wait, so, what, was this, what was this a theme song for? This was a theme song for the reality show Laguna Beach. Oh. Do you remember that show? I do. So this was the, it was the show that, it was about like these kids in Orange County and they're at a high school's reality show and which it, it spun off into The Hills with Lauren Conrad and which, oh, which the theme song for The Hills was unwritten. Yes, the rain songs. <laughs> the rain songs. So the two. Dude, rain- what if? Can you imagine like, like you're laying in bed next to somebody and you're like, can I put on some like rain, <laughs> mu- some rain music to fall asleep? And they're like, yeah, because they think it's gonna be like white noise, and you put yeah. on just a playlist that's unwritten and come clean on a loop. <laughs> I mean, it's still white noise. <laughs> it's it's white music. That's <laughs> white music. White noise. It's the greatest white <laughs> noise. True. That's so funny that Unwritten and Come Clean, the biggest rain songs, were theme songs to shows that were the same shows. Yes. Sisters. Sisters. Yes. So that's the first of a Hilary Duff song that was used for a theme song. I'll reveal the next one when we get to it. Okay. So that's Come Clean. 10 out of 10 for me, folks. Same here. The next one is Working It Out, which is the first flop of the album for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Wait. even that it's bad. It was just like, you, what do you follow up two amazing songs like that with, you know? I'm working it out. This did make me miss when the fight, like, we don't really do this in our music anymore, but the 2000s pop had this wonderful thing where the last chorus of every song was this game banging key changer. Yeah. And it just made, it just made me miss that. I'm I'm so nostalgic for that like era of music. Yeah. Oh yeah. In the, or when the, um, when the music stops, c- come clean had that. Like, yeah. Before, before the key changer just stopped. Yeah, it when it, it'll like it. stop or it, it, the key change is just it hits different and we just don't do it anymore. Right. I think one of the lyrics that spoke to me in working it out was no way I'm not slacking off or backing out or cracking up without doubt. I'm working it out. <laughs> You're not cracking up. You're not laughing at me. <laughs> no, just to stay. This is you moving. <laughs> this is you. This is this needs to be your mental oh mental I don't think so you're like i'm not slacking off or backing out or cracking up the only way i'm backing out is out of my apartment complex into a new unit in my same apartment complex this this uh song has like the boom boom hey boom boom hey like kind of a yeah kind of a i don't want to say we will rock you but <laughs> that's the only thing i can compare it to right now yeah this is very not not a memorable one memorable one yes. for me it's not bad it's just not that's why i said the first flip yeah so i think we're done working it. i think we're done working it yeah out. after that is little voice yes which was her third single from this yes I've, i don't know that i've heard the song before this but i've definitely heard the title mm-hmm. it's got a lot of a la lying in it yeah 
and this is also written by the same woman who wrote okay come clean this song in particular made me feel like i was getting my hair done at a club libby loo <laughs> in like the early aughts like i could smell the dye and see the streaks it was very that this this felt like her um i want to soak up the sun type song you know yeah i remember as a kid hearing this thinking this was about lizzie mcguire because the, the, some of the lyrics are well the main lyrics are the little voice in my head won't let me forget the little voice in my head is never misled all of the noise is, was, is what keeps me from making a mess the little voice in my head just won't let me get with you and i'm like this is this is a liz mcguire song this is yeah, her cartoon so what is is this the song that i said whoa hillary I don't no, think this so. Is not. I don't I'm looking, think there was anything about kissing in this one. I'm, I'm looking at the lyrics right now. It's, this is just about a song. It's like, I want, I want, I want to like get with you. I want to like spend time with you, but, but my voice in my head is saying, "Back up, you're not yeah. going." Yeah. Oh, hold everything. <laughs> Stop. Stop. Cease. <laughs> uh, so, oh, one of the other. Oh, one of the other lyrics. You smell so sweet, just like my perfume. What have you been doing since I left you? Uh, kissing other women. You were, you, he's like, you've been <laughs> tramping around. <laughs> la, 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 la. She just walks around the hallways going, a la, 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 because it's like the little voice in her head. And this guy is like, I don't want anything to do with this. <laughs> Cut to her down from the hallway. La 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 la. Which is how she's like. Hey, why do you smell like another girl? Anyways, I want to hang out with you, but the voice in my head is telling me no. And then she walks off, going a la la la. <laughs> they would be like, "What is wrong with you?" You know, that is how much love to Hillary Duff. Like we worship at Hillary Duff's feet on this podcast. But fourteen-year-old Hillary Duff, when she just talks. Is very like a 14 year old, 14, 15, however yeah. old she was. And in my mind, they're asking the questions, but she's not hearing it. All she's hearing in her head is la la la, la la la. They're like, Hillary, oh, yeah, the song's r- really great. And I'm having a great time singing it. <laughs> yes. They're like, okay. <laughs> so that's where did I go right, aka the la 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 song. No, that's that's little voice. Oh, the little voice. Where did I go and- right? Excellent. Where Did I Go Right is the one that she was making very clear was about someone else. She was like, this girl in the song, she's, she is, she is, and she like couldn't get it out. But she was like trying to indicate that this one was about like, I guess a girl who's in a happy relationship. Yeah, she she meant to, she really uh, hammered the fact that this was not a woe is me song. Yes. She's like, it's a breakup song, but. You know, she's not just sitting in her bed, like, crying about it. She's moving on. And I feel like that's how we all should do in life. La, 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 la. <laughs> so some of the lyrics that really, I think, hit um, are, I'm always aiming, but somehow keep missing. So how did you get here? Something is wrong. I'm always too late. Oh, wait, the first, the first we open up with, I'm always too late. I see the train leaving. I'm always laughing. When it's not cool to smile. <laughs> and the chorus is, where did I go right? How did I get you? 
how come all these blue skies is around me and you found me? Where did I go right? How did I get you? Wait, so know. then how is this a breakup song? Oh, wait. She's like, wait, I don't maybe think I'm... this is a breakup song. This, but isn't she said this is the Hillary? You're me. I think she was it. just trying to make it very clear that this song was not about anything that she had personally experienced. Yeah, yeah. So where did I go right? You well, you didn't go right with explaining this song correctly, Hillary Duff. No, this was the one that I texted you about, where she was like, "She is just." She just, she, she just, she, like, she was stammering so hard, like, let it out! Also, when, so the behind the scenes video I sent Becca, she's, you see her recording, quote unquote, um, in the video, and at first I said, is this a therapist office that she's recording in? Because there's, like, a tons of bookshelves behind her. It's like a couch. Oh, yeah. I was like, where is this, a library? Okay. They're but, like, shh, shh. She's like, sorry. Sorry. Where did I go? <laughs> Hillary, oh, we need you louder. Um, but you said this was a library. We need you louder. Okay. Where? Shh. It's a library. There's <laughs> a back and forth. She's like, but where? It's a library. So that was where did I go right? Some yes. so far. I mean, I think it's smart to hit it. Do, well, do you think it is smart to get the first two bangers up at the front well, of the album? Well, there is. She does close with another banger, which is why True. that's fine. And a couple of these songs in the middle are, are okay, too. But but it's just like, so yesterday, come clean come the clean, first two. And then you just kind of like have three like sort of eh. Yeah. Ones. And then this that- this next one, I didn't even really write anything about because i was just like anywhere but here yeah so i just didn't really have anything to say (laughs) so this song was actually used at the end of a cinderella story have you ever seen that movie okay uh not all the way through no so oh really yeah i've seen like bits and pieces of it so this song is basically about her wishing she was somewhere else and Mm -hmm. So, That's I mean, it's anywhere but here. She wants to be anywhere but here. Uh, I really just have mo- the most to say about the next one. Well, can I hit, can I hit you with yeah, my favorite yeah, my favorite lines from this song? Of course. Okay, this is from anywhere but here. Mm-hmm. I'm falling through the door, flying across the floor. When you look at me, suddenly it's clear. You're She's... burning. You're burning up my dreams. Crazy as it seems, I don't want to be anywhere but here. So she wants to stay with this person. So she's tripping through the door and skidding <laughs> all the way across the floor because this person has her brain on fire. Yeah. Okay. Well, and then the next year, the next uh, lyric is, here is the place where my head is spinning. Time is beginning to race away. You come to throw me, knock me off my feet. You give me wings to fly. The world goes crashing by again. You come to pick me up and toss me in the air. She, they picked her off her feet and throw her across the room. Gorsh. She doesn't want to be anywhere but here. She wants to, even if she wants to go away, she wants to be with that person. She wants to be anywhere. She doesn't want to be anywhere but here. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel when I record it with you, Becca. Ew. You have me, you have me, 
you have me getting punched in the face. <laughs> you throw me across the room. It's rough housing. <laughs> you hit me across the head with a, with, with, a, with a hammer. I'm not actually doing any of this, just so we're clear. <laughs> I am in my bed in another city in another state. And yet you don't want to be anywhere but here. That's how I feel out at McDonald's, actually. At McDonald's? Same. Actually, no. I have a really bad McDonald's story that I won't go into that happened to me recently. Uh-oh. It's just like, you know it's bad. You know you're not gonna get you're not gonna get good McDonald's service if the McDonald's is dessert. If it's like in a deserted location. That makes sense what I'm saying. Mm, it's sort of, yeah. Yeah. Do with it what you will. But if I'm at a bad McDonald's location, I wanna be anywhere. But here. <laughs> but here. <laughs> Yeah, and yet, so, they st- and yet they still got me falling through the floor. The next song is called The Math. Okay. This song is very <laughs> sassy. <laughs> so this song is probably... Oh, I loved this song. <laughs> the most creative yeah. lyrics of... It's so sassy. So... This, one, this one has... Did The Matrix work on this one as well? they they did yeah because it's got that like guitar and it's very it's very much got the avril vibe because at one point she says just shut up which is like <gasps> you know no, yes yeah, this like, is Ooh. so her she opens with some some lines and at the end of the first verse she just goes then just shut up and kiss yes. that's what i that's when i clutch my pearls yes she I says, says hillary she says, if you can't do the math, then get out of the equation. I am calling you back. This, this is, is star, star 69. What a dated line. Is it a minus or a plus? Does enough equal enough? If you can't do the math, if nothing adds up, tell me why I'm here. I mean, I this is a song that's very much like, hey, like, obviously we are into each other. We ought to do something about it. And if you're not going to do anything about it, then I'm gone. <laughs> right. but it's also got these math metaphors. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And if you know me, you know any also, type of any type of math situation makes me want to shit a brick. Because <laughs> Yes, Hunter I, had Hunter had such a <laughs> tough time passing math in college. It doesn't matter if the math equation is two plus two. I shake in my boots. <laughs> <laughs> so this song, I'm like, no, please, Hillary. I don't want any math. Any math. Any math in my in my ears right now, but yes, I had a tough time in any math class. But wh- I'm sorry, what were you saying? Uh, um, like do kids these Star sixty nine? Isn't that that's when you want uh, to call somebody with no caller ID? No, it's Star sixty nine is when you can you can um call back, right? It must be. I thought I think if you dialed somebody's number and then dialed star sixty nine, it would show up as like no caller ID. Well, and that's let, how you prank people. Or was that star sixty seven? Here, I'm looking it up. That right may now. have been star sixty seven. Honestly, it's, star sixty nine refers to last call return. Okay, so then star sixty seven oh, was no caller. We ID. need to use Becca. We need to use our context clues. I am calling you back. This is star sixty nine. The answer was right in front of us. No, I I know, but I for a second was like, wait, which one was which? Because I used to, like, hide in my room when I got my first cell phone, and I would prank call my own home phone. <laughs> but I would, like, do the caller ID not block. You, and my... Not you pranking Heidi. <laughs> she would believe it. 
It was literally just me like making no attempt to disguise my voice in my room being like, hi, I've got 18 pizzas on the way from Little Caesars. And she'd be like, no, stop. (laughs) (laughs) My mom, my mom called the house phone one time, like knew what number she was calling, called our house phone. My dad answered and went, this is like Crab Shack Joe. You kill him, we grill him. How can I help you? And my mom went, oh, I've got the wrong number. And hung up. <laughs> that kill- I remember uh, at the we- beach when I was in middle school, high school, I don't remember, we prank called um, a couple of restaurants, which is so obnoxious to do. I know. <laughs> so we prank called McDonald's or Bert. No, we yeah, we prank called McDonald's asking for their Whopper. Burger King Whopper and then I remember I prank called Piggly Wiggly and asked if their Piggly was really wiggly (laughs) dang they don't really do them prank calls like they used to I don't think well it's because it's so easy to track now yeah and it's also like we kind of have wised up and we're like wow that's really annoying like calling people on their jobs when they're just trying to get through the day (laughs) and having a 14 year old kid go Oh, and I said it in a British accent to of make course. it even better. I said, is your piggly really piggly? I would Makes do sense. that, but just like at the restaurant. Like I would go to Taco Bell and try to use a Batman voice and I wouldn't be able to do it without laughing. <laughs> I would be like, can I get a Dorito taco? <laughs> so annoying. Well. But this song is definitely interesting. Is this is this your favorite one? Did we get to it? No, yet? no, 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 no. Ooh. No, no. I do like it, but I don't like it like that. Yeah, it's very funny. It's just silly and fun and very much a product of the times. The Star 69 makes mm-hmm. it dated. Which I hate when songs do are like I there's a song that came out recently, it's like uh tweet you, DM you, like in the lyrics, yeah. I'm like, ugh. I hate when they do that. But it's okay. Because Star 69 is is the only exception. <laughs> I The math is so funny. Like, what other song... I can't think of any songs right now that have... If you can't do the math and get out of the equation. I know. It's so funny. It's This is her closest to Avril Lavigne. Like, it's her sassiest song. Yeah. Without actually being, like, a punk rocker, like, actual punk. Yeah. The math, it's it's up there for me just because of the, the lyrical contact. <laughs> yes, I it's the only it. it's the only math I'll associate myself with. <laughs> so, all right, so we're gonna close the math equation on that, and we'll go to love just is. This song is utter nonsense. Is this where she starts talking in the beginning? I think so. Just like lyrically, this song is utter nonsense. Shall I read you some lyrics? I guess. <laughs> it's not going to be as fun as the math. No, not e- not even close. So nothing's ever what it seems in your life or in your dreams. If it don't make sense, what can you do? So I won't try making sense of you. Here's the chorus. Love just is whatever it may be. Love just is you and me. Nothing less and nothing more. I don't know what I love you for. Love just is. Like so- it's saying everything and nothing at the same time. Literally. Job. Nothing. This is very much. If you came up to Hillary Duff in the recording booth and asked her to describe love, like this is what (laughs) she would say. This is what she would say to you. Right. Love is just great. Love is just what we have. Love is just love. Love just it it just just is. is. Like love is just (laughs) it makes you feel good and like 
love is just like what you know like when you like somebody and you like like them a little bit more than you liked them before and makes you feel good deep down inside and love is just is <sighs> uh it's i'm looking at the lyrics right now and every point five seconds i see love just is dot 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 love just is dot 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 yeah that's why i was like it's it's nonsense in that it doesn't like say anything of note and i'm just like i don't know it kind of annoyed me yeah it's not it's saying love just is and i mean it's hard to come after the lyrical genius of the math true very true where you got equations probabilities divisions and when love just is it it is what it is and if you if you don't know it get to know one you know Mm. all right so after love just is we have sweet 16 sweet 16 this is is one of the ones that i was like an adult very clearly wrote this for you uh well hmm there's a little story for sweet 16 Mm -hmm. first let's just talk about what we what we thought about the song from the first instance this song started i said this song is just pink glittery sparkles Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's about turning 16 and going yep. to spread her wings. Yep. And this was actually the second Hillary Duff song used for an MTV show. What MTV show? My Super Sweet 16. Of course. Ugh. I should have guessed. So, I used to... Did you ever watch that show? Here and there. Yeah. It's so funny. The best was when... My favorite part of uh, My Super Sweet 16 was when it was the segment where the person throwing the party got to invite everyone at the school. And it was a big to-do. Yes. And so I remember there's one specifically, and it was at a park. And so she did a whole thing, and everyone got invited, and they got envelopes. And some people didn't get invited, but they were at the thing. And they talked to the camera. She goes, and they would talk to the camera and be like, I don't know why I didn't get invited. It's, it's really disappointing. And then it would cut to someone else. They're like, we got invited! I'm like, this person's in your English class. Calm down. They really would do that. <laughs> so... One of the writers, there's two writers on this song. It's someone I don't know and Haley Duff. So some of the back back, uh, story for this song, Sweet 16. Haley used to write a lot of poetry. And when she was 16, she wrote a poem about a Sweet 16. And she read it for Hilary Duff. And... Haley or Hillary both suggested that it should be a song because this album was going to come out around the time Hillary Dove turns 16. So this song is poetry by Haley Dove. That's okay. The the thing that made me feel deep in my heart that like some adult, like out of touch adult wrote this was the bridge part that was like, got my mommy and my brother and daddy's always there. The, that has to be the Haley Duff poetry part. Right. It was just kind of icky, like, especially and hearing and daddy's always there, like, really threw me off guard. So that must be when Haley Duff wrote this at 10. <laughs> I guess. Sweet 16, gonna spread my wings. This is this is the <laughs> before Taylor Swift had 22. This was probably before she had 15. Yeah, well, duh. <laughs> We love a song about someone's age. 
Yeah, where else are you going to get your Instagram captions from on your birthday, you know? <laughs> Wait. If you ever... I almost just asked if you ever turned 16 again. You should just put this on your Instagram. <laughs> if I ever turned 16 again? In your, in your next life. Maybe when I turn 32, I'll... <laughs> when you turn 26. Sweet 26. No, I don't think so. Aw. Come on. I'm already having enough of a crisis about turning 25. You already did turn 25. No, I have not. How am I... I'll be 25 on August 6th of this year. You're right. <laughs> you know what? You're right. Mm-hmm. I know I'm right. <laughs> I'm, I'm a young. I'm, I'm a bit younger. Well, you're, you're only a year younger than me. Yeah, like, yeah. But I was like 26 and you're still 24, huh? That kind of threw me for a loop. Yeah, that's how it's <laughs> always been. Oh, I... <laughs> We've always been 24 and 26. <laughs> yes. It was a really rough childbirth for both of our parents, <laughs> for both of our mothers. Uh. Okay. So any closing thoughts on Sweet 16? <sighs> this song's too sweet for me. Yeah. This isn't like the type of song I'll listen to like again and again. Yeah. Uh, okay. So this next song is called Party Up. Party Up. I don't... I. I listened to this album, as we both did for this episode. I listened to it. Listened from So Yesterday to the last track. I'm looking at this song right now. Mm-hmm. Nothing about it is ringing a bell. Right. I'm I'm struggling to remember, too. Because I, I think both of the notes that I wrote were about uh, Metamorphosis and the song after it. So Party Up was really a party down, in our opinion, I guess. Why? Okay, I'll I'll read. Maybe if I read the chorus, I'm I'm reading it, but I and I know I listened to it, but I don't remember. I didn't see this coming. Why don't you start me up? There's no messing around. Come on and light me up. This could be the start of something. Why don't you Why don't you party up? Time for you to come down. This is another. Nope. There's no matrix. There's no Cardi Guardi on this song. Maybe that's why we don't remember. Maybe. Sorry, sorry. What if Hillary does? Sorry, like, party up. What if, like, for an uh, album anniversary, Hillary goes, My favorite album, my favorite song on the album is Party Up? I don't think that she would say that. No, she would say, I think, what do you think Hillary does' favorite album? I mean, not favorite album, favorite song on this album is? Um, I would say probably one of the big ones. Yeah. Maybe, maybe she would say Metamorphosis if that means the most to her. Maybe why not, you know? Mm-hmm. It's a shame that she doesn't see. really sing anymore because then we could see yeah. like 20, 21 versions of these songs, which, which would be pretty fun. I know. This album will be 20 in two years. She would, she'll do something for it, maybe. I don't know. I don't think she'd like do a concert, but she'll say something. Anyway, so is there any more thoughts on Party Up? No. <laughs> Let's just get to the metamorphosis. Is this your favorite song? Mm-mm-mm. No. Mm-mm-mm. So then, uh, well, where then after this song? <laughs> uh, there's two more songs after this. Okay, so this is the only uh, writing credit Hillary Duff had was Metamorphosis, and this song to me is about puberty. Mm-hmm. That's it. Probably is. And it's uh, so. 
this song is very much a metaphor, a metamorphosis for <laughs> a butterfly. Yes. Because she's coming out of her warm cocoon. How dare she put the word cocoon in a song? Uh, cocoon doesn't bother me. Though. It's the fact that it's a warm cocoon. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be. If it was a cold cocoon, that she is grow. Too, that is too close to a womb for me. I don't know that I like that. I think it's damp in there. So here's here's how Hillary Duff opens the song. I want to know specifically what line she got credited for. I know. I've been so wrapped up in my warm cocoon, but something's happening. Things are changing soon. I'm pushing the edge, feeling it crack. And once I get out, there's no turning back. Watching the butterfly go towards the sun, I wonder what I'll become. This is the song where she says, come on, give me a kiss. I right. Sit. So I was like, this is like the song though. she's getting her jollies. Yes, empowerment. And she's, and she's like, ooh, I'm, I'm feeling a little tingle. I will say at one point during this song, I was like packing and like putting together some things when I was listening to this album around the house. And when this song was playing, I went to the other room for a second and I thought I heard her say, blood of the lamb. And I went... <laughs> <laughs> I had to come barreling back into my room and like look at the lyrics of this and be like, I did not, I did not just hear her say blood of the lamb. And I did not. I'm not, I'm not sure what I thought that like, I'm looking at the lyrics and I'm not sure what lyric it was that I thought that she does say every day is a new equation. So she's bringing back the math. So in that part, it's the rap part or the or the the talking portion of the song mm -hmm. so i think i remember how it goes i'm gonna sh shall i do the part yes, or you can do it please. would you like to do no, it no. Or... you you let me see if i remember it. every day is a transformation every day is a new sensation alteration modification and an incarnation celebration every day is a new equation every day is a revelation information anticipation onto another destination this song this is, is literally, a good song. This song is literally like I'm getting a tingle. <laughs> this song is like I'm getting a tingle. I'm getting a tingle. It's going through puberty. It's I'm wedding. I'm she's, dropping my trading bra. I'm getting an A cup. And I finally know what can give me my jollies. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, I hated the word. I hated the word puberty. I hated the word puberty. Yeah, it's not. A, it's not a fun word. It's probably why I'm arrested development sometimes. <laughs> um, oh, puberty. Ugh. Just the word. Mm. The UB in it. And because you be in it. <laughs> what if when like, you're in puberty, you be in it. You be in it. I, I feel like starting today, starting today, mm -hmm. we should take puberty out of the lexicon and say you're just going through a metamorphosis. You know, we should, but that would imply that it's something beautiful and the actual <laughs> act of puberty is like so ugly and like everything is red and like raw and gross. You red know? and raw? <laughs> Talk about the blood of the lamb. Ah, no, I just mean like your skin. Your skin. L nothing through this has, in this song, Hillary Duff is like, what I'm going through is beautiful. She literally says whatever I'm going through. Yeah, based on what she was talking about the album, I just thought it meant like she was transforming into like a, a real woman. singer. I mean, yeah. I mean, this is like her first thing outside of Lizzie McGuire. 
So it's a, it's a great, I, it's a great title for a first album. Yeah, it is. Especially for someone who everyone knew like at 12 and now she's 16 and putting out an album that's herself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like going back to going to compare her to going to compare everyone else's to this debut album, all the rest of the Disney stars, because she's the one who started it all. Miley Cyrus's first album that wasn't it was what? Meet Miley Cyrus. Yeah. Second one, which wasn't attached to Hannah Montana, was Breakout. So it's the 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 titles are very much the pushing out imagery. Right. It's pushing out like a warm cocoon. You do we <laughs> the have song is more? I would say this song's really it's up there for me with So Yesterday and Come Clean. Yeah, it's definitely up there. It's good. It's a good title track. <laughs> and it was the last song she recorded. Like in the according, process? According to the video, remember? Oh, yeah. She said it was the last one. All right. So Metamorphosis, you're a full butterfly. Now Leading fly us away. into this song called Inner Strength. That's like, what, like a minute long? It's a minute and 34 seconds. And I was listening to it. And it stopped, and I thought my phone crashed or died because it just stopped abruptly. Yeah. And all the other songs were around three minutes. And I said, "What?" Just ended. So this. I also I love how the first line of this is "Gotta find your inner strength. If you can't, then just throw life away." Like if you can't find so your inner is, strength, you just so have is, to give up. This is the opposite of the "It Gets Better" campaign. <laughs> you know who is the sole writing credit to this? Haley Duff. Oh, yuck. <laughs> <laughs> she writes a sweet 16 poem and then a song where she says, if you can't find your inner strength, you need to just quit living. <laughs> so Dang, according Haley. to Hillary Duff, inner strength was, was an awesome experience. And it was the first time her and Haley wrote together. And Haley Duff said, um, well, Hillary Duff said writing with Haley was a specific comfort place for her at the time as her life has was changing so fast and so quickly. And according to Duff, it was kind of scary. And a lot of times I felt alone or criticized. So this was a, um, a nice time for her. But I hate how short it is. Maybe not. I don't think I would like a two minute version, if I'm being honest. <laughs> If, yeah. I wanted, if I want to be honest. It's just weird that it's that short. Because most short songs are usually like at least two minutes, you know? Yeah. Or like if you're really going to go short, just do an interlude and make it like 30 seconds. The song also doesn't feel like it's finished. That's very true. It doesn't feel like the vocals are produced to the maximum capacity. Like, you know, it doesn't feel like it's mixed well. Yes. So well, they had to get to the banger. Yeah. Well, can I, can I read... I can literally read you the entire song. What if I told you that this one was my favorite? Why not? Inner Strength? <laughs> yeah. Is it really? It's not. No, oh. it's not. Well, It's obviously why not. Uh, yeah. So let me read you Inner Strength before we go to why not, because it's so okay. short. I'm chomping Got- at the bit. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta find your inner strength. If you can't, then just throw it away. Gotta learn to rely on you. Beauty, strength, and wisdom, too. You're beautiful inside and out. Lead a great life without a doubt. Don't need a man to make things fair because more than likely he won't be there. Ouch. Mm. Listen, girl, you gotta know it's true. In the end, 
all you've got is you. And Hilary Duff just lengthens this song. It's so slow. Yeah, and it doesn't say anything that hasn't been said in like a thousand other songs for girls that we'll, we've heard before and we'll hear again. Mm-hmm. But hey, that was inner strength. So let's go to Becca's favorite song. Why? You know, you always dress in yellow and you want to dress in it's gold. In gold. Instead of listening to your heart, you do just what you're told. Oh, this song is so good. So did you know this? I'm sure you know the backstory that this was. Yeah, it's it's not technically like recorded for this album. It was from Lizzie McGuire movie, Mm -hmm. but they just put it on here because it's a great closer, I think. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's a great. I would say this is also. Well, you know, the lyrics for the the metamorphosis version and the Liz McGuire movie version are different. Because she does say you're acting like I turn you off, which I don't think they would have wanted in, like, the Disney movie. No. So the metamorphosis is you act like you don't know me when you see me on the street making like I turn you off when you know you think I'm I'm sweet. Mm-hmm. So the Lizzie McGuire version is you think you're going nowhere when you're walking down the street. You act like you just don't care when life can be so sweet. So. Is that the uh, only one that's different? Just the first one that's different. Other other than that, it's the same. No, so. there's why you want to be like that. Oh, if I'm there's sorry. There's nothing new. You're not fooling no one. You're not even fooling you. Yeah, that's the Liz McGuire version. Mm-hmm. And the metamorphosis version is, it don't have to be like that. I guess you're insecure. If you say what's on your mind, I'm an in for sure. So other than that, then everything else is the same. Ugh. I just love this song. This is a great, it's a great, it's a great song. Like the, the, I mean, the lyrics are fun. Why not take a crazy chance? Why not do a crazy dance? I had a photo shoot a couple years ago in like this sparkly gold shirt that I have. And I kept wanting to make the, the caption. Why? Like you always dress in yellow and you want to dress in gold. And the person who took the pictures was like, don't do that. (laughs) So instead I made the caption. Becca told me I couldn't make the, the it's captions Hillary Duff lyrics, but I said, why not take a crazy chance? <gasps> That's good. So I did it anyway. This, yeah, I mean, this song, the, the music video is just her singing on a rooftop. But yeah. I, really, I really enjoy this song. I love the, I just love the beat. I love the beat. <laughs> yeah, this is the song that I know the best because I put it, you know, I've been listening, jamming to it since I saw the movie, so... Yeah, it's I mean, it, it it's seamlessly can go on this album yeah. and it's seamlessly for that movie because that's what the movie's all about. And this and it, it's a great and it's a great thing to have on the album, especially as a closer, because it's a song everyone already knew. Yeah, because I think this song came out before the album because the Liz McGuire movie. Came yeah, out it did. This. It said it was the debut yeah. single. Yeah. So I I enjoy it, and I also think. And you this said is... the the album came out in August of two thousand three, mm-hmm. and that movie came out in May, so it was like a couple months before. Yeah. Oh, they teed her up, and that I mean, we won't get into that movie um, yeah, right now, been... but I think that movie was really the okay. Hillary Duff's going to sing now because the big musical performance at the end of that movie. Hey now, hey now. Hey now. What if that was on this album? I wish. Like a like a metamorphosis. Her version, and like Isabella. A, well, her and Isabella were in this 
album a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Haley Duff did the singing voice. And now Haley Duff is the writer. So mm. um that was Metamorphosis. What what is yes. your overall overall review, overall consensus, overall impact? Overall. Um, overall there it starts really strong and it ends really strong there's a lot of places in the middle that are very like like i feel like in the, it doesn't like stumble and trip and fall necessarily but it's just like not you know it's kind of hard when you're a child star and you have to have like a 15 song album and you only have like you know two bangers and then you just kind of like right do you do what you can yeah um but yeah on the whole i'd probably give it like a like a 7.5 or an 8 out okay. of 10. Okay. Uh, I agree with you. I think it's pretty... It's pretty. I I really only would listen to So Yesterday Come Clean, Why Not? The math for her shits and giggles. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I think this is... this. I mean, I've said it earlier in the show, in the podcast episode, but the impact without that this album gave and that Hilary Duff did starting it off with singing is it's kind of crazy that yeah she it all started with Hilary Duff and it continued with Miley and Jonas Brothers and it still continues and it really like she changed the format basically of how Disney stars were going to go forward now Disney pop stars. And, yes. And I really do feel like Lizzie McGuire was like the last big Disney song where the theme song wasn't like sung by whoever yeah. the leading actress was. I mean, I guess Phil of the Future is the exception, but that's because it was a male lead. Yeah. I mean, yeah. After that, it was Raven did That's a Raven. Miley did Hannah Montana. Demi did Sunny with a Chance. Selena did, did, Wizards. did Wizards. Bridget Mendler did Good Luck Charlie. Jonas Brothers did Jonas one. Well, yeah, of course, of course they did. Well, Zach and Cody didn't have one, but they weren't singers. Yeah, I, but other I, than it that, it just seems to be the female-led ones in particular. I mean, and if you this, watch, like, trend. and if you, there's multiple interviews where Miley Cyrus, Selena Gomez, Demi Lovato, a bunch of Disney stars of that time were like, Hillary Duff was my biggest influence. I didn't care what I want to do; I just want to be Hillary Duff. And that's what Miley said. My because especially when Miley started getting big, they would always compare her to, her to Hillary Duff. Did you always. know? I just looked this up because I was trying to see what label it was. Sour was originally just supposed to be an EP, and then after Driver's License hit it big, they decided to make it a full album. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. A little little next gen Disney fun fact for you. No, and it's funny because a bunch of Olivia. Speaking of Olivia Rodrigo when they would do an album review, everyone put Hillary Duff in her album review. Yeah. Or just like the impact that they would always reference Hillary Duff because this, she's kind of like, and how Hillary Duff kind of had the pop rock and oh. Olivia kind of turned it up to a 10. But Ooh, can Duff, you imagine if Hillary had been allowed to swear? Well, if we do, if we do more albums by Hillary Duff, she'll get older. Maybe we'll find that out. But, but that's kind of like the impact of this album and that Hillary Duff had setting the stage for Disney stars doing music is because to this day in 2021, 
when the latest Disney star hits it big in the music scene, all the articles still reference Hillary Duff mm-hmm. and the in her stuff. And I think that's pretty it's pretty cool. And I hope Hillary Duff knows how impactful she was in the pop culture, especially in the Disney pop culture. Which I think she yes, does. Yes. I think I think a lot of people I think don't. she does, especially after the vast uproar over the Lizzie McGuire. Yeah. But now you uh, just that like I guess like the music part. Yeah. She doesn't really yes. do music anymore. Right, but people like are still making Instagram memes about like, co- like punching your fist in the air to come clean. Yeah. So like it, these aren't going anywhere. Oh no, but all right. Is what's the Disney Channel lesson we learned today? The Disney Channel lesson for me is that, you know, if you're gonna get broken up with, handle it as well as Hillary Duff <laughs> handles it. <laughs> Just like okay, that's fine. Okay. Let's keep going. Yeah, you're already history. Yeah, I think my Disney Channel les- lesson is if you can't do the math, then get out of the Get equation. out of the equation, yes. So, so you need to get out the door then. Right. Take your own advice. <laughs> and this is Starcy. I'm not calling you back. I'm calling you yeah, back and this is Starcy. Because I know you cannot do the math, sir. Right. I, I can't do the math. I'm going to call you to help me. So <laughs> those were our lessons. So Becca. If people want to see um, you in your warm cocoon, where can... <laughs> or if people want to see you take a crazy chance and That's do a crazy better. dance. All right. <laughs> if people want to see you do yes. take a crazy chance and do a crazy dance, where, where can they find you? Do a crazy dance. Uh, my social medias are Hey Oats Becca, H-E-Y-O. My YouTube channel is Becca Stogner for Robin Williams and Vinyl Record content. My other podcast is Youth Group Survivor Support Group. We are YGSSG podcast on the socials. If you really want to see me do a crazy dance, go check out our uh, dance video on the Time Machine Insta if you have not already. Yes. If you want to see me take a crazy dance. Why take can't a I crazy chance and jump in the do, pool. And do a crazy dance. You can find me on Instagram at Real Hunter Martin, Twitter, H Cameron Martin. And if you want to stay up to date on everything about this podcast, you can check us out on all the social medias. Just literally type in Time Machine on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, and you can find us there. Um, rate and review us. We love to hear from you guys. If you ever want to DM us, uh, just talking about the podcast, we love to, you know, have some discourse and just chat. If you just tell us what you like, tell us what you don't like, tell us what you want to hear, tell us what you don't want to hear. Um, yeah, tell your friends about us and all that fun stuff because... Because of you guys, this me and Becca have been kind of like, what is happening? Because of how fast the podcast grew and has grown and continues to. And it's all because of you guys and telling other people and following us on Instagram. And so we appreciate you all. And we always love to hear from you. So if you ever want to reach out to us, let us know. Yes, keep spreading the word. Keep spreading the word, rate, review us, you know, all that fun stuff. All right. Well, until next time, we will see you later, time travelers. Buckle your seatbelts.